Hello, I'm Gavin, and this is Let's Govern, a podcast where I interview politicians, activists, and community leaders. Today, we have a very local episode about the merging of the Mattoon Chamber of Commerce and the Charleston Chamber of Commerce. My first guest today is James Greek. James Greek is the Director of Administrative Staffing and Lead Staff Consultant for Express Employment Professionals. So my first question is, um, why is this the time to merge the chambers? I know there was an effort in 2004 to merge chambers. There was a proposal in 2018. So why now? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, and <clears throat> the way the question's worded saying, you know, why now? Um, I almost have a feeling to say, why not? You know, to be honest, I'm not sure that in, that this is a question that's ever going to go away. Um, it's come up three times in the, in the past uh, less than 20 years. Um, if it's not something that gets passed by the membership vote that's coming up in July, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it came up again in the near future. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's good for our, um, our county, uh, looking at our, our county as a whole. Um, and so yeah, I think that until it happens, it's always going to be the right time to do it. Um, and it's a topic that probably won't go away. Mm-hmm. And on the topic of the past, um, the past efforts, um, I know that, you know, the 20, 2004 effort didn't succeed. Um, so how does this effort um, differ from, you know, the past efforts from 2004 and also the proposal in 2018? Um I can't really speak too much about the 2004 um, uh, effort, mainly because I was only about 17 years old at the time. (laughs) Um, I wasn't an active uh, participant in the business community, so to speak. So, um, you know, but I don't have that that much knowledge of it, other than the fact that it Mm -hmm. did pass at the board and it did go to um, a full membership vote. It did pass in Charleston. Um, it did not pass in Mattoon. And um, other, other than that, I really don't know what was said at the board meetings. You know, what was said um, at any you know, discussion with the membership. Um, mm-hmm. Just not informed enough to answer that question because I really wasn't uh, around. But I, I'm aware that in 2018, those efforts did not make it past the board. Um, I think that there was... I think that the waters may have been muddied a little bit with um, the involvement of the organization Coles Together. Um, mm-hmm. They're a good organization. I think they're great for um, our, our, our county, but they're not the same as a chamber. They're more of a public entity, whereas the, the chamber is, it's a private membership. And yeah. the board of directors is, has been developed to, to operate that, that organization on behalf of its members. So, um, you know, involving an outside organization in, in the uh, potential merger, um, I think that did ruffle some feathers. It probably wasn't, um, you know, the best idea. Um, it was an idea, but I'm not sure that it was the best idea. I think that the membership needs to, um, whether, the, you know, either the way it is now or a combined membership, they need to stand for the members. So. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know um, about the 2018 situation, can you maybe explain a bit more about um, what happened with Close Together 
Um, I, I really don't know specific details because I wasn't on the board. I didn't join the Mattoon Chamber Board until 2019. So it was just a year past. So I, I wasn't mm -hmm. directly involved. That's just from my understanding of it and what I've heard from our current board members that, that, that were on the board at that time is that um, it didn't make it through the board past the executive board or the full board vote because of, um, I think that it was because that, that outside entity was involved, was proposed to be involved in, in the mm -hmm. process. And I don't think that, I, I think that the board at the time did, didn't see that as being beneficial to the membership. So to move on to a, um, a bit different of a topic, um, so what are some things that, you know, a unified countywide chamber could do to draw new businesses and support, you know, existing businesses here in, um, in Charleston and Mattoon? Um, a successful and um, a more robust chamber could definitely help attract new, if I'm a new business and I'm looking at the region and I'm saying, okay, uh, Mattoon Charleston area versus the Arcola Arthur area versus the Effingham County area. Where do I want to locate my business that I, I know I want to be in central Illinois, if that's the case, you know, it can be mm -hmm. a reasons or, or maybe I'm thinking of creating a new business, not that I have an existing business that I'm moving or branching out, but maybe I'm creating a brand new business, a more robust chamber and a more engaged business community is always going to facilitate or help bring new uh, businesses to our community. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a real valid argument against that, that point. Um, you know, what's, what's good, good for um, economic growth in our community, you know, anything that the chamber can do to help facilitate that is going to be good for our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also I know a point is that, you know, more businesses can help, you know, with, especially with the 1% sales tax and, and, in our community um, can help fund schools. And I talked a bit with Dr. Villardo about this um, in the Charleston meeting. Hello again, I'm here editing the podcast and I wanna let you know a little bit about Dr. Villardo. Dr. Villardo is a superintendent of um, CUSD1 school district um, where I go to school. And um, I wanna say thank you again to him um, for taking the time um, out of this meeting at the end to talk to me, enjoy. So um, you briefly mentioned today a bit about um, how the merging of chambers would affect the Charleston School Board. Should we maybe elaborate on that a little bit more? Um, sure, Gavin. That's a good question. Um, I think that the question was at the meeting tonight was about the advisory members on the Charleston area Chamber of Commerce and, and do they have voting rights? There was a clarification about that. And going forward, what would that look like? And so the answer was yes, currently the three advisory board members have voting rights. Uh, and my response on behalf of the Charleston schools, of course, I don't speak for Dr. Glassman or, or Mr. Smith of EIU or the city of Charleston, respectively, but our school district uh, does not necessarily need to have board representation to be supportive and advocate for Coles County businesses. And the reason I say that is because primarily the advisory board member is really a misnomer. 
I don't know that we advise the chamber board that much, but we do have some institutional memory because if we serve on the board for a number of years, we can share some of the history behind some decision-making and rationale uh, behind those decisions. So going forward, uh, I could see that if there is a merger, my role, whether I'm on the board or not, would be simply to continue to advocate for area businesses and their successes because with the passage of the 1% sales tax, the money follows the students wherever they're spent in Coles County businesses. So that's why uh, the merger could be beneficial to schools. Uh, it would have no real no effect on schools other than as uh, the concept is, uh, you know, we, we rise together. Mm-hmm. And I like to, to have a, an abundance mentality uh, rather than a divisive, uh, selfish mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's plenty to go around. All right. So honestly, thank you again to Dr. Varado for the opportunity to talk to him at the end of the meeting. And let's get back to the interview with James Reek. Um, so there obviously are some, some concerns about, you know, the merging of the chambers. Um, so like, what are some concerns that you've heard? There's, there's a variety of concerns. You know, I'm, I hate to say that the, I think the, the majority of the, uh, those that are opposed, um, I think of most of, most of the folks or um, business leaders in the area that, that might be opposed to the merger, um, that their, their reasons are a little bit more, um, I guess, emotionally charged as opposed to um, factually charged in terms of what's good for the business community here in Coles County. Uh, what I mean by that is there's the longstanding rivalry between um, Matt Toon and Charleston, you know, Trojan, mm-hmm. Green Wave, et cetera. <laughs> there's a little bit of differences between the two communities being that Charleston is the county seat. So they also have the university as well. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of folks that aren't active in the business community in Charleston because they either work for or through the university or for or through the county. Um, so meaning they're not engaged in the economics of business to business transactions and, and commerce. Um, aside from that, there, there are some, some, some other members that have voiced concerns throughout the process, such as the, the makeup of the board of directors. What's that gonna look like? Are there going to be more board members from Charleston than Mattoon or vice versa? Um, the location of the chamber has been a hot topic. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the financial aspects of merging the two, the two chambers. Now, I look at those as more of the factual-based um, rationales that we really need to tackle and have um, some streamlined uh, answers for. So, Yeah, for sure. And, you know, with this combined chamber, um, and the, the name is the Coles County Chamber, I believe, um, you know, what new services and benefits, you know, will there be for members for, of a new countywide chamber? I'll, I'll start off with a general statement that, you know, in our county, what's, what's good for Charleston is good for Mattoon and what's good for Mattoon is good for Charleston. If Charleston gets some brand new business and, and draws, you know, if their population increases, that's good for Mattoon. It's going to drive commerce to the, the region as a whole. Um, However, you know, in terms of the specific benefits, what you're looking at is increased visibility for each member on both sides. Um, Mattoon Chamber has 320 plus or minus members. Charleston Chamber, 220 plus or minus members. Um, when you're looking at advertising through the chamber um, via 
the network, the, the, the monthly newsletter, um, via networking functions, uh, via sponsorship of events. I'm now getting, I'm paying the same amount for the sponsorship, but I'm getting my information and my brand and my logo and the awareness in front of 500 companies as opposed to 320. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an immediate benefit right there. Um, mm-hmm. You're increasing the membership by about 50%. So um, that's, you have each member is going to benefit by having that increased visibility, um, the marketability throughout, throughout the chamber network. And that's just on the advertising part. When you look at the networking opportunities and the events like business after hours, the, um, the, the breakfast uh, update that they do, um, the Matthew Charleston community breakfast, community update, um, more, more attendees, more, more opportunity to shake more hands, to meet new people. My business, personally, Express Employment Professionals, we, we are in the business of high, recruiting and hiring candidates for other companies, okay? So mm-hmm. if I know more companies, if I'm talking to more people, more business owners, I have the opportunity to do more business. I know that some folks may say that those business after hours are, are a little bit of an informality, and, um, but, but to me, they're, they're very valuable because, you know, if I have the opportunity to, to put a name with a face and, and introduce myself and my company to a new business and get to know more about a new business that I've never met before, that's the opportunity to get a new customer, a new client for me. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then um, my final question um, so what, what would happen if the chamber, um, if this vote passes, what are the next steps if it passes and what are the next steps, you know, if this vote does not pass? Answer the easy question first. If the vote doesn't pass, that's business as usual for each chamber independently. Mm-hmm. If the vote does pass, then we have to begin outlining the merger process, which we've done a little bit of already to be prepared for, because if it does pass, we would have until January 1st to really have all those details um, finalized. So mm-hmm. what that looks like is our the executive board in tra- at the Charleston Chamber, the executive board at the Mattoon Chamber would combine to form the new executive board for the Coles County Chamber of Commerce. Those two executive uh, boards would get together and outline uh, and develop uh, the bylaws and they would vote to adopt the new bylaws and make any other decisions as needed as they arise so that we could uh, prepare for a single combined chamber uh, effective January 1st, 2022. All right. Well, thank you so much again um, for joining the podcast today. Um, It was a pleasure interviewing you. And yeah, thank you. Excellent. Thanks, Gavin. I appreciate it. And that's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And also a big thanks to Jeff Baker, Ed Dowd, and Matt Titus for all of your help. See you next time.